ACT Radio. This is our voice. This is our voice. Yo, if you don't know me, don't try to friend me, yo. I don't want no Facebook friends. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Unscripted, the show where we talk about anything and everything. For today's episode, I'm your host, Isabel Chitende, and joining us are three lovely guests. We'll be sharing our thoughts on what are the mental health struggles of the youth today, what are the beliefs and stigmatized views around this topic, and most importantly, how are we taking care of our mental health? So stay tuned. Hey, City Radio, this is our voice. This is our voice. Welcome, guys. Before we get started, please introduce yourselves and tell us something that we should know about you. Hi guys, my hey name guys. is Tammy Warren, and I'm in level 100. I like sleeping, listening to music. Hi, my name is Vanessa, I'm a computer science student, also in level 100, and I like to read. Hi, I'm Hi. Archibald, and Hi. I'm a level 100 student, and I'm studying journalism, and yes, it's good to be back here. Thank you guys for coming. I'm so excited about this conversation. Today's topic is mental health. If we could give a quick description, what do we understand by mental health? Tammy, let's start with you. Okay. So basically, mental health is how you're psychologically affected by your surroundings, your emotions, everything. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah, your psychological well-being. That's what I think it is. Okay, so I feel like it's the composition of like your emotions, what you go through in a day, in a year, what happens basically in your life concerning mm-hmm. your emotions. Mm-hmm. All right, now, these definitions are all great and clear, but were these the definitions that you would give, let's say, five years ago? No, no. not at all. <laughs> Everybody would have thought, like, yeah. having mental health issues means you're mad or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're not sane. Most people sound mm. white people. And <laughs> do you think that these perceptions probably came from how we were brought up in our homes? Yes. Definitely. Yes. 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 Most definitely. Yes. Because, because no, no, you go. in Africa, basically, we kind of speak about our mental health, <laughs> mental health <laughs> issues. Good. We kind of speak about them. When you speak about it, you're like, ah, this girl, does she think she's an American or she's a foreigner? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like, dramatic. where is she from? Oh, God. So, like, it's... I don't know how to even put it. There we weren't a lot of conversations growing up when it came yes. to yes. mental health. Yes. 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 So when did we start, let's say, um, look and try to understand what are these emotions that we're feeling? What is this mental health that the Western world, if we have to put it like mm-hmm. that, is so focused upon? Okay. So personally, it was when I had a seminar in my high school. And a lot of what they were saying, I was relating to it. I was like, okay, so there's some unspoken things that we need to address. Okay. Yeah, my mine was basically when I started TikTok. TikTok really yes. opened my eyes because mm. bas- uh, back then I used to think that oh foreigners oh they are so dramatic, but then when they actually tell you about it or like give you a view from yeah. where they are, you understand that oh my god something is actually People going go on that we need lot. to yes. know about. Mm. So more, mine was more or less like my experience with my friends because I have quite a number of friends out of the country. Mm-hmm. So you see, most of the conversation is centered around them having issues with um not being too comfortable in their bodies mm-hmm. not being able mm. to speak to people like mm-hmm. at large i feel like 
we Ghanaians really or Africans really underappreciate those type of topics. Yeah. 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 And just like Vanessa said, with the rise of TikTok, I think there are a lot of topics that were not very normal to talk about. Yeah. But with those 30-second videos, all of a sudden they became fun. And mental health, we can say it was definitely one of the yeah. topics. Yeah. 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 So now that we have a clear understanding of mental health, how is it affecting this new stage? We are now level hundreds, right? But mm. apart from now moving from, let's say, senior school and now we're here in university, how has it affected this shift? Yeah, it's, it's been a big change because not only am I personally moving away from my family after never being in boarding school, mm. I'm one of the youngest among my peers, so it's kind of hard adjust mm-hmm. with this change Tammy would you say because j- earlier you mentioned that you moved also from countries you are from Nigeria yeah. and now you're here in Ghana yeah. do you think that there's a lot that actually changed with how you are perceiving your new lifestyle oh yes you know you come in thinking oh so much freedom I'm away from parents but then you start seeing how reality is taking care of yourself being responsible so it's like wow I'm finally starting to see what being an adult is. And with that came a lot of responsibility. A lot, a lot yeah. of stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you, Archibald? What can you tell us about your experience here in university? So in for someone like me, I wasn't... So I was... I don't know how to say this. I've been the outspoken type, but then socially anxious. I've, I've not been able to master the fact that standing on stages, or I've not been able to come to terms with standing on stages at large and talking to large groups of people. But then with my exposure or my, my new enrollment in university, I've been able to come past that. Even though it's still frightening at some point, I've been able to come out of my social anxiety in a way because I'm talking to people right now. I feel like this is going to reach quite a number of people and then it brings me out of that situation. And the presentations, like yes, classes, exactly. they help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we can say that uh, there... This is basically that time where we are forming our new identity, if we can put it like that. Mm -hmm. And with that comes, what can I say, a little bit of insecurity of letting go and letting (laughs) new things in. Well, unlike uh, Tammy and Archibald, I have been in boarding school basically my whole life. So I kind of knew what I was to expect. But then in university, it's so different. You know, I even saw a meme where it's like... um, Adults worry about looking at their bank accounts and um, middle school and high school students worry about looking at their grades, but college students worry about looking at both. And that is so true. Because coming here, I'm like, oh my God, my money, oh my God, my grades. And it's like, it's so overwhelming. Do you get Yes. And all of these experiences that we have now to encounter, would you say they contribute a little bit to a level of anxiety? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with your personal life, you know, mm. apart from your money situation, mm. your grades, your personal mm. life, trying to find the right peer group, mm-hmm. trying not to fall into bad peer groups. Yes, yes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of distractions That's, in university. Yeah. And relationships. How are the relationships going? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't been in any, I haven't found anybody yet. But then using experiences from um, my friends, I've seen them compromise our friend group by 
starting to like each other and it has brought <laughs> it, you see it makes it quite or somewhat uncomfortable for us because we are in a friend group then you decide to like each other then after there's this sort of break there's no way we can relate the same thank way you. we can't i can't come and talk about some things in your midst i would have to like go behind your back and mm. talk about so then yes it's hmm. it's quite it's, it's something that i didn't expect at all okay just like uh, the example that Archie gave right now uh relationships within groups you know these are all friends but the feelings are there how do we manage these emotions well, honestly, I don't know, because friendship groups have never been it for me. I cannot like... I would always like one person more than the other. I wouldn't be able to relate with someone like I would be able to relate with the person. So having a large group of friends is just so too much. And to only even come and like someone here, and if they break up, then you now have to come and not talk to this person right. because, yeah, it's like... Nah. It all adds up to you stressing. Like yes. you already yes. have your yes. brain. <laughs> right. mm. and you don't even you don't even realize that your mental mm. health is being affected. Yes. Right. And then apart from our friendships comes us keeping our relationship with our parents that <laughs> a little bit far from us. Yeah. So how is that going? I was just telling Arnold that he should make sure I call my father by four PM. My mm. father is very angry because you haven't I'm not called the him kind of person to call frequently and they're far away, so that that doesn't work. So yeah. you try to at least call them once a week or once a day? Like twice a week. Twi- oh, twice a week. Yeah. So for someone like mm. me, I'm close to my mother because um, I'm the type of person who has problems with my body. My body decides to take different shapes based <laughs> on the, <laughs> the, season, <laughs> the season of food. So I, there are days I become completely slim. There are days you can see my... 12 packs. There are days you can see my one pack. But then that has made me closer to my mother because I don't tend to talk about my weight issues with some people. I talk to my mother about it. So I'm on... She's not um, in the country, so I call her at odd times to talk about it. I can be sleeping and have anxieties at like 2 a.m. and Mm, I wake up mm. to talk about it. Because I know during the day there's, there's going to be one person who's going to talk about how beautiful my one pack is. And then (laughs) it leaves me me in a different state. But then it's good to have some friends because they take your mind off it. Like, they take your mind off your stress. So So by the look of it, this new environment, new experience, a little bit of a distance from our parents for Archibald, at least, would you say you became closer to your mom? Yes, I've always been close to my mother. I have been close to her, but not because I had things to talk to her about. Mm. But then coming here has made me even closer because mm. I found what makes us closer. Aww. Everybody yeah. needs that one person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's her unconditional love, her support. Yeah. Vanessa, what about you? Yeah, my mother is my best friend. I mm. love my mother so much. I am closer to her than I am to any of my family members. But <laughs> sometimes this woman can worry me a lot. Oh, mm. my God. All of us, yes. She can just come and say, ah, I went home and this woman is like, ah, you are so fat, you cannot even walk. I'm walking perfectly, yo. <laughs> 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 it's actually too much. She's amazing, but oh, the comments about the weight. If I were to be someone else, I would really be offended. But you know, I know how she plays, so yeah. such is life. All right. Just in case you are listening to this, we still love them because they send <laughs> yeah, us money. <laughs> they send us money. So. <laughs> no, stop giving me food. I think. <laughs> and how does your relationship with your parents affect your mental health? Uh, my relationship with my parents is somewhat 
they are the kind of people to expect a lot from you. So I've always felt like I have to live up to certain standards. And when it doesn't look like I am, it stresses me out and causes mm. me to feel very down most times. So, and that's mostly on my father's side because my father is a very demanding man. Mm, all of us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all of us. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a lot sometimes. So you would say um, the pressure from your father definitely increases a little bit of your anxiety? Yeah, because it now makes me see other people like, oh, this person probably expects this of me too. Mm. So I just I just grew up thinking everybody has high expectations from me, and if I disappoint, I'm probably worthless. Hmm. What about you, Vanessa? Well, hmm. I don't know how to explain it. My father is the kind of that... He makes it seem like he doesn't really care a lot, but he does. Mm. He would, <laughs> you will come and you're doing something wrong. He just give you a look. You just walk by. Unlike my mother that would shout for the whole world to hear. My father mm. would just walk. But then it would be like, oh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. But he's, <sighs> you get. He yeah. cares. Yes. He tries to show you that. Perhaps he's just not very expressive. Yeah. Father's yeah. are not, not as expressive as our mother's. Yeah. One time I kissed the chick, this man said, yeah, don't do that again. Ah. <laughs> so the person would be like, oh, uh, uh. oh, God. So, Isabel, how, how has the transition been from, for you? Because you're from Angola as well. We are here in Ghana and we have different experiences. Tell us mm. a bit about what yeah. you've been through. My experience has been, um, actually, when I moved to Ghana, I was not hoping whatsoever to uh, come and study here. My father moved here for work purposes, and I thought I would just be here for a while and join my little sister uh, elsewhere. But over time, I thought, you know what, perhaps I should just start with my studies. This is uh, my second degree, but not really second degree because I dropped out for my first. So this experience, since it's the second after the failed uh, first one, it's been an experience of a lot of realization of the things that I did before, such as not taking care of my mental health, not taking care of my body, not taking care of my relationship with my parents. So now it's been that tryout where um, I get to experience the things that I messed up before. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I think more than different. anyone, I can <laughs> understand you. In fact, mm. uh, you're in a different setting, mm-hmm. different food, which mm-hmm. may or may not be better yes. than uh, what we used to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I must yeah. say, I must say, if I have to compare my Angolan food with the Ghanaian food, Ghanaian food is probably better, you yeah. know? Yeah. There is yeah. more flavor, <laughs> there is more yeah. spice, uh, there is more sauce. Have you, have you <laughs> tasted Nigerian <laughs> food? No, let's not get into that. Before we have more mental <laughs> health issues at hand. <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking about the right food. <laughs> right. Yeah. With and the <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm yet to taste uh, the Nigerian uh, jollof just so I can, you know, finally give my take on who is the winner. <laughs> just so you have a stable mental health. The <laughs> Ghanaian. <laughs> and uh, now that we're approaching our examinations, and it was a long but short <laughs> semester, how is everything going when we have to look at our emotions and the toll that this first semester took on us? Mm. Well, none of us want to fail. Hmm. Well, all of us, in our way, are quite lazy too. So, hmm, to read, 
you have yes. to but mm. you know that because now we 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 have all these chapters that we have been accumulating that really have to be digested in yeah. order for yeah. us to pass our examination there are a lot of distractions in school yes mm-hmm. like you're doing one thing this second you're saying okay i'm going to read by this particular time before you know it, your friend is calling it's come yeah. and do this come procrastination this with, with that i feel like the good thing the school introduced to us was the study groups. In other schools, you'd see that we have they have voluminous slides just like we do, but then because of the formation of study groups, it makes it, for us here, it makes it easier. Yeah. So I'm having a problem with something in communication and culture. Then I go to Tammy's room at night. Then we sit down and have a brief something about it. Maybe get distracted a little, but then I know I've gotten like yeah. two things out of the slide and I'm taking it back. So that's the good thing about the stress level, managing it. Mm-hmm. Because if we didn't have groups, or if we were not comfortable enough talking to each other, and or we are supposed to teams. learn, yes, um, we are supposed to learn alone, I feel like it's made the work much more difficult. Okay, so what we are practically hearing from Achi is that when it comes to academics, the pressure is not as intense as we were expecting it to be. Yes. Do you agree, Vanessa? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not agree at oh, all. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my Computer course science. is very, very intensive. There's physical science where I'm really scared that I would reset because every time I study, this this thing is just not entering my head. Mm. <laughs> but, well, I just pray I don't pay those two and that... That $200 will... Oh, no, none of us are paying. Yeah, none of us are paying. I feel like sometimes we underrate the uh, potentials or we don't believe in ourselves so much because of what we might have been through. Yes. But then when we actually let our mindset or take control of our mindset, we're able to do anything we want. All right. Mm. So... Um, we have definitely picked up a few points right now with procrastination from Tammy. Yeah. And how are you managing your procrastination? Because for the whole uh, deciding on when you're going to do and prioritizing what you're going to do mm. is definitely still a challenge for some of us. Yeah, it takes a lot of willpower to say no to fun things that you really want to do because you know this is more important. You have to do this. Like today, before I came for this show... I was reading, you know, a lot of people around me were playing games, talking about shows, watching anime, which I really love. And it's like, nah, I'm going to read. Okay. So when it comes to our academics and the mental health, would we say that somehow we try to look for a few things to manage our emotions? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are pushed to if you... What are the couple of things that you would say, you know, when I'm upset or when I'm not happy, this is what I do? Okay, well, well, when I'm upset or I feel overwhelmed, I read or I listen to music, Mm -hmm. preferably Axe Monkeys. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like the best remedy to any insecurity insecurity problem is eating. Sorry. (laughs) Because... It's not sleeping, but then I feel like if you're able to eat the right amount of food, I can put you on really good food. Um, so you see, if you're able to balance your eating, but eating solves every problem. No. Not money, but eating. Okay, so we all have our own ways of managing our emotions. Yeah. Music, food, tummy. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when we go about this, these uh, ways of managing our emotions... Can we say it takes us to a better place? I mean, I feel like it's temporary. You mm. know, it just solves yeah. that problem for that time being. Yeah. And you still have to think about it after. 
Yeah. It's about, so you were talking about how you've had to leave like that past or some parts of your, your old school life to join us here. How were you able to first off cope? Second of all, how were you able to deal with yeah, it must that? Have been hard. Yeah, yeah, it must have been hard because. Mm. I must say it was hard um, five years ago when I was studying, uh, when I just started uh, going to university. I was 22 years old, 20 years old, and I really didn't know what to expect. I just thought I was going to have this flood of freedom. I get to do what I want. Uh, I don't have my teachers telling me, you know, this homework is due or anything like that. I had freedom. And what I didn't realize is I was so focused on the freedom and what came with the freedom that I didn't really realize also what can be taken from me with that freedom. And my mental health was probably one of the things that took the most toll that mm. the first uh, years of university until I dropped out. I was going through a lot of depression, going through a lot of anxiety. Depression because I was not happy with the course that I was studying. Yeah. I didn't want to study economics, but... Uh. It was that thing of I got in and my parents were like, oh, my gosh, our daughter's going to be working in a bank. Our daughter's going to be with economics. So I was like, OK, uh, let me just make them proud. But truth is, I was sucking. I was failing, mm. you know. <laughs> and uh, after realizing that, OK, this is not really going to work out, I thought that let me just try to get a job. Or make some money because I thought while making some money I would actually have the freedom that I wanted but truth is it just increased the anxiety because mm. I was not making the money that I wanted <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so how were you able to deal with stress like that uh, truth is I was with the wrong crowd at that time and okay. I thought that the best way that I could deal with it was drink so I would go out and party every weekend. So the whole weekend we're happy. We don't have any sort of mental uh, concerns. We don't have any thing holding us back. Life is perfect. But comes Monday again, I'm anxious and <laughs> depressed about everything that is happening in my life. Yeah. So like, just like uh, Tommy said, it's all temporary. We find ways of numbing our emotions, but mm -hmm. they are all temporary. It's not really what is the cause. Mm -hmm. Talking about that. I actually read an article of uh, Dr. Joel Dispenser. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. And he says that most of our emotions and how we react are actually root of our childhood. Mm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, that most of the emotions that we feel right now are not necessarily the things that are going around right now, but because of our past experiences. Mm. Do you guys think that a lot of the things that you went through in the past are affecting how you are viewing the world today? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. I feel like everybody, you know, the way you're brought up, when you grow up with specific circumstances around you, mm. definitely it's going to affect how you think mm. or view life when yeah. you're older. Yeah. So you like it or I don't know if this example might work, but then I was somebody who was also close to my grandmother a lot, and I used to be very close to her. So I remember yesterday talking to the producers about the fact that I I haven't cried in like five years, but then I was able to, or I cried last year because my grandma passed away. And it was one of the most emotional things I could ever go through. So everything in the house or everything I did after that reminded me of her. Wearing a, a shirt reminded me of her because there were times she told me that you don't wear a shirt this way because you might just end up opening it. You don't wear a shoe this way because you might spoil the back. You So most of my life, because I was growing up at that point with my grandmother, and I was growing up, I grew up some 
in a way in a gang community mm. and my grandma was very 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 disciplined mm. so then it changed the way my life or the way i saw life mm. but then after i lost her i putting myself if putting myself in the place where i still had it i don't think i would have been acting the way i'm acting now yeah also speaking about grandmothers my grandmother was an amputee Ooh. also you as an amputee you cannot walk you cannot do things by yourself so Ooh. it's reasonable that they would send you a lot but as a young <laughs> as a young child i'll think oh this woman is so annoying she's so annoying i, I remember the last time she asked me to go and throw something away from for her and i snubbed her mm. The next two days, man's dead. Oof. Imagine mm. how I felt. I felt so horrible. Mm. But then, now that I'm reflecting on it, I've learned to be a little bit more selfless and put mm-hmm. myself in people's yeah. situations. Yeah. Because the fact that even as an OPT, I thought she should roll her wheelchair and go and do it herself. Why do I have to go and do it for her? Yeah. Now I know how it is for people in situations. Where I can't just look at an outside view and be like, oh. Yes, is compassion. You're more yeah. compassionate yeah. about more everybody around. Okay, yeah. so you both spoke about uh, your grandmothers. Yeah. I had uh, wonderful grandmothers, probably where I even got. She's the one that gave me my name, Isabel. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother passed in 2014. And quite frankly, when she passed away, I didn't understand how much she would have made a difference in keeping everybody together and especially my emotions. I think for everybody that has a grandmother in any family, she's mm. that person that you can go and talk to about yes. anything yeah. and yeah. not worry about what your mom or your dad are yeah. going to say because grandmothers have the knowledge and the wisdom how to manage, even if we have to talk to them about our mental health, mm-hmm. even if we had to talk about our emotions. Yeah. So we have to, I don't know, if keep a part of our grandmothers with us as we move forward mm-hmm. for the day when we are grandparents as well. <laughs> Remember one thing she told me was, if you keep getting angry, you'd eventually turn to the devil. Mm. So I had to, that's one thing that has put me, like has guided me because I know if I keep getting angry, I might just pick up a gun one day and shoot someone. So Not Tammy though. So <laughs> me. So the way we were brought up by our parents or grandparents is definitely one of the main factors that contributed to how we handle our emotions today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very well, yes. My grandparents are still alive, very lovely people. Yes. But if I was to pick someone who has really, like, I know I can't talk to her, whether it's this or that, that would be my mother. Mm. You know? Because the way I see life now, because of how I grew up, I'm less concerned about how people look. I'm always there to step up if someone is being bullied or something about their weight. Because mm-hmm. I know how that can be from being talked about your weight, you're too skinny, you're too tall, all that. Yeah. Mm. So when it comes to all the views about mental health that we have, our own personal experiences... How are we handling? What what are the solutions that we take to solve? I know that when I was going through depression, after dropping out, going back to my parents' house and looking for a solution, one of the things that really worked for me was prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. 
And then also seeing a psychologist. I never thought that I was ever going to go to a psychologist and just talk about the things that I'm feeling. But when I saw that it began to affect my physical health, I lost a lot of weight. I began to lose my hair. My skin was pale. I was not eating nothing. Mm -hmm. I thought that, okay, perhaps I need a solution. So... I'm sure that nobody, I don't know if anybody has reached that stage of losing their hair. <laughs> no. yeah. So how are you guys dealing with these emotions that surface? And you can feel free to mention if it's depression, if it's anxiety, if it's social insecurities. Mm, me, I'm like, even up to now, I've not been one to believe in therapy, like sitting down across from a stranger and telling them about your problems. Mm. I just don't think it's for me. So, yeah, prayer, like, there's a different kind of satisfaction you feel when you've just spoken to God. Yeah. No. And you feel like you've been heard. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, let me try and share an experience without making it sound, like, very, very personal. So, I, at a point in my life, I wasn't the, I don't want to make it seem like I'm bragging, but then the all-brilliant person. I used to have days where I would fall, like, so back, and my parents would be shocked it was me. So I think one time in class six, we had one of the most competitive exams, and then I didn't come out any anywhere from like the top first to top. So I was like, let's see, last but one. And my mother was so shocked. She didn't understand. So I remember my parents took me to a psychologist because they couldn't believe I was, that's, that's like, that's me. <laughs> and at some point, I was so confused because it made me feel like I was so stupid. Yes. It made me feel dumb. So mm. I wasn't the type of person to allow. And I, I feel like if you keep making people know that you are, or you keep allowing yourself to failure, people feel like you're weak. People take mm. that as your weak yes. spot. So I had to like develop a way. It made me somewhat depressed because I felt like my parents didn't have so much hope in me or like they didn't believe in me at some point. Because I'm living with a sister who is, okay, let me see, it's all way perfect. My, my staff ends up with a first degree. My staff applies for a scholarship today. She gets it. My <laughs> sister, she's the type of person who gets everything, everything right. Yes. So I didn't want to be the person to be looked down upon. And then there were some times in my life where people would point at me and laugh at me because of my body. There were some points where people would like go back to the past where, oh no, you are not such a success. You were the days where you failed. People look at your, your face and look, look at your body and say, do you think you are the right person for the right girl? Do you think this girl is in your league? Do you think you are going to end up with somebody as nice yes. as this? So all those things added up to my 2018 depression time. Mm -hmm. I was there were, there were days where I would grab like a full box of chocolate and eat it, it or there sometimes I would have to order like like a box of pizza and maybe they had a promotion and I eat everything because I just wanted to drown myself in the it. emotions that were surfaced. There were so many you And you, what what if you had to mention at least two emotions, how were you feeling? Not worthy. That's the, the the whole thing. I you began to question your own value because of yeah. how people yes. were viewing yes. you. Yes, and I think one thing that helped me solve it was prayer. So back to my grandmother, making making me... So I remember one thing, one prayer she allowed me to pray to myself was, she said, so she said in Gambia, but I'm going to say it, she said, Jesus Christ never went to school, but then he was the smartest mm, amongst mm. all of us. So every time I'm praying, I should relate my prayer to him. And surprisingly, it worked like magic. I've been able to see myself through... GHS, I've been in SHS, I came out the head boy in my SHS. So you see, the thing about sol solving some of these things is finding the right remedy. I don't know if, yeah. that's, if that is the... No, the I think you're completely right, because what can work for somebody doesn't necessarily yeah. work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to have 
a certain level of awareness, a level of awareness where we get to understand what we are feeling. Why are we feeling it? Yeah. And then do some research. I find so many people do so many research about celebrities and what's going on, but they never really do research about what they are feeling. Yeah. Exactly. And truth is, the information is out there. And yeah. going back to the beliefs and the stigma around this topic, mental health, mm -hmm. whereby we believe that it was only for either the Western world or it's for people that have serious mental Ill illnesses such as what madness like we were saying earlier mm -hmm. but everybody has mental health yeah. we all have mental health yeah. and it's just to the only difference is what degree is yeah. your mental health how well are you taking care of it mm -hmm. yeah. so actually can you say you're no longer eating a whole box of chocolate when the emotion surface? Not for the, the fact that people... So now I've been able to ignore it because I feel like if I don't own my body, no one else is going to own it for mm -hmm. me. If I don't accept my failures, yes. no one is, is going to accept it for me because mm -hmm. you are supposed to... I remember reading something that you are supposed to fail to succeed. Mm -hmm. How Very else true. are you supposed to get there? And if I do not know that I'm eating too much to become big, sometimes it, it's, it's sad because you wake up, look at yourself in the mirror gets downstairs or come in the midst of people and everybody draws you back by telling you how you look yeah. making you feel a little undeserving of yourself i don't know if that makes sense no it makes but, complete sense but yes solving we've come i, I feel like now it's better mm. because now i've been able to ignore what people yes. think and now i've been able to accept that god is the one who yeah. is the most important also recently i also had a problem with envy mm. Mm. I don't even know where that came from, honestly. I just, I'm just there and I'm just jealous of someone. No, I have the exact same thing the person has. Yes. I feel like, why is the person looking better in this than me? Mm. And until recently, I downloaded this devotional called God's Girl Bible, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell you, the first page, they were, t they were talking about Eve and how, um, you know how um, when they bit the fruits and they wanted to be like god yes. and they were comparing themselves mm. to god and it just it hits right on the nail because mm. i like god speaks to you all yeah yeah he he uses so many things mm. it was so i was so things. shocked yeah. the fact that i was always comparing myself to people and being envious and all those things instead that um, so you get to the point where you realize that God gives you what you need yes. when you need it. Mm -hmm. And it be set free. And that, that has just puts me at ease. Because now I, I no longer suffer with envy or problem with comparison and all those things. Like, the and Bible that, is the best. Yes, yeah. and that's a really good, a really good point, Vanessa. Yeah. Because um, understanding what we are feeling... And searching for it. Vanessa got her answers from the Bible. You know, some people get their answers from uh, a conversation with their grandmother, conversation with their friend. Mm -hmm. Other people, they search for it. So it's important to not keep that emotion in mm -hmm. and do our sub... I would subconsciously just find myself either I'm going to buy a drink or I just call up that friend that I know is toxic. Mm. But since <laughs> I know that uh, when I'll be nagging about my problems, that will be the friend who will be like, you know what? It's not really that deep, girl. Yeah. Mm. You know, don't worry. Oh, mm -hmm. let's do that. Yeah. So I would call up that person. But when we understand what we are feeling and we take action in finding a better, a healthy way of understanding and resolving this problem mm -hmm. then yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
and I feel mm. like guys like they need to speak more on mental health because guys don't yes. think that. So thank you, Archibald. <laughs> thank you. I feel like I cannot go. The, the thing about me is I cannot go in the midst of my male friends and start talking about my issues because I would be laughed at, mm. and I cannot go out of a place looking like a clown. And you see, boys are not allowed to express themselves yeah. fully. If you cry, you're weak, you're a man, why are you crying? Thank you. And I feel like it's, in some like some way, it makes sense. We are not supposed to sob to the extent where females don't want to come to us or people don't want to see us as the stronger people. But then there are sometimes you want to let it out. Yeah. I know you should be allowed to. Like Society makes it so important yeah. for guys to look strong yes yes and, and i feel like if you are the type of person who has like isabel said the toxic friend yeah. and you are trying to be oh i have an issue you guys can you come for us to talk and everyone else tries to make it seem like you are like always having problems yes that's what makes you reluctant in yes. voicing out so sometimes one thing that also helped me is recording if you if I go back to my Telegram messages from maybe 2019, I had to record myself in DSL. So yes. then I'll talk about every single thing. I'll say, dear self, today I didn't like what happened in class. Yes, recording I, or journaling. A yes. lot of people yeah, suggest so write yes. down your thoughts when yes. they surface. And I like, so back then I didn't like hearing myself. So I knew that when I'm recording, I'm recording and storing. And funny, surprisingly, it, it got my mind off what I was going through. Because I know if I say, dear self, today in class, I wasn't able to meet the target. Or I wasn't able to answer questions. That means I wasn't able to overcome my shyness. I have to step up my game. I have to make the teachers mm-hmm. notice me. I have to make sure that I am able to talk better. Mm-hmm. I am able to be outspoken. You are not. I'm not supposed to be in a shell like the yes. rest of the people. Mm-hmm. Developing like yourself everybody. further. Yes. So when it, when it comes to all of the things that we're talking about, when you guys are... Back either in the hostel or in your homes, who do you talk to? Who do you talk to about these emotions? My mother. Apart from <laughs> even talking to someone, I feel like everybody needs to self-reflect. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. So I have a friend who vents. He normally re- he records himself and then he uses Snapchat. So the Snapchat reminds him every year. Then he watches it. I remember last year, November, he sent me his venting session and we cried together because he realized that... He, so he has this masculine face, and people thought he was not handsome. And <laughs> I know you. Okay, but not saying that masculine faces are not handsome. Yes, yes. So then, <laughs> if he's listening to this, I'm sorry for bringing it up. But, but um, yes, people thought so. He he was venting and he was crying, and I had to cry with him because he felt so. So he felt like he was nothing. Mm. And I kept on reminding him, sometimes you have to be nothing so people see you as something. Yeah. It's, yes. You don't have to be all out. You don't have to be the person who, oh, yes, you are this. You know, sometimes when you're too out there, that, that's when your problems start coming. Yeah. So it's good to be yeah. like in a shell for some time. Before mm-hmm. you yeah. start getting people to accept you, you have yeah. to accept yourself. So, actually, what you're telling us, truth is, Boys have emotions too. A lot. Boys have mental health. They they also have positive, negative emotions. Yeah, we're suffering. (laughs) (laughs) But it's finding the right ground where they feel safe enough Mm -hmm. to open up about what they're feeling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and the good thing is that if you have boy issues, 
back then I couldn't talk about boy issues with my my dad. I had to talk about it with my mother. But then after like my mother's move and everything, I became very close to my father. Surprisingly, I can tell my father about girls. I can tell my because you see how most boys don't even talk to their fathers about yes. the right girls. I can talk to my and my father will make jokes. So sometimes. I speak English with my my, da- my parents, mm-hmm. but then sometimes because we want to make everything funny, my father just speak Ghana and let me just speak. He says, "Kaya kaya wo mokoni for like don't go and carry a girl who isn't all that because the way the world not that there are girls who are not all that, but then <laughs> some girls don't some girls don't pride themselves enough and yeah. Ghana people like people who defend themselves. My dad doesn't want me to go and bring any person who would always want me to defend them because mm. my mother is a very loud person i hope she doesn't hear this <laughs> but then she's a very loud person she would not want anybody doing otherwise so my mother my dad doesn't want to go and bring anybody who if there's anything out i'll say something and then she went because i have a very sharp tongue no, no, so by what you're trying to say is um after some time or when you got the time with your dad and yeah. you actually got to open up it turns out that you can actually talk to your dad yeah. about anything i think sometimes you just have to take that step we feel like sometimes our parents do not listen. Yeah. But then if you, if you actually start talking to them, it will surprise you. I think one of my friends was having that problem. And then I actually helped her confront her mother. Now, she and her mother are actually best friends. And when I go to the house, they don't even give me attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So now, what are, if, you, if anybody's listening, what are the tips or suggestions that you guys would give to Anybody that is still trying to manage their emotions, that is still trying to figure out this whole mental health mm. dilemma. Well, right. I would say that try not to force yourself to be accepted mm-hmm. into society. When yeah. I first came into this school, there were a group of people where uh, a group of people would sit down and talk about me and be like, hey, this girl Shasha, why she always wearing short thing? Ah. Me, you can you can only see me wearing shorts maybe once a week. Somebody yeah. wants to go and say some way. That's me, they me a shower. Hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> we share jealousy. I, that oh, <laughs> let's not talk about it. I said that, that day I cried. Mm. I'm not going to, I didn't tell Archibald, but I cried because mm. I was actually offended by it. The insult a shower is so degrading to me. Mm. So for someone to actually say that to me, have the guts and the audacity mm. to say a shower to me is just like, oh, this wow. Person. She have, she she have told me and I've shown them some muscle. <laughs> some muscle. So how did you feel? How did I, you? I felt horrible. Mm. I felt like, is, is this how I've come to this school and people are like perceiving mm, things see. about me they mm-hmm. haven't even see, most spoken of the time yes. when people degrade people it's because of their own insecurity yeah. yes yeah. Oh, yeah. okay but uh vanessa i still see you wearing the shorts does it yeah. mean it didn't really get to oh, you after some I time of reflection yeah. <laughs> it got to a point where i was like hey, let me just start i <laughs> let me just start wearing uh, trousers and long dresses so people see me as amelia but i <laughs> <laughs> This is what I feel comfortable with. This is yeah. what yes. I want to wear. My mother bought it for me. Mm. Why should I just come and be like, okay, because I, somebody sent I'm a shower, so I shouldn't wear. Hey, have mm. I gone to sleep with your husband? Yeah. Have I gone to sleep with your boyfriend? <laughs> like yeah. these things. Oh, yeah, self acceptance. Self self acceptance. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And uh, in this new environment that we're in, it's so hard yet so simple. To really find your identity, if mm-hmm. you're going to be dressed in a certain way, if you're going to be dressed in your own way. And it's this time where we're no longer in the uniforms. I don't know if you guys at school, you would wear uniforms. Yeah. 
And now you have to find your swag, your swag, and there are so many styles coming out. Yeah. But mm. what style defines who you are? Comfortable. Comfortable. I, I, I have to I be comfortable. Open my cupboard and wear anything. To yeah. be honest, people be like, "Oh, what's what's your inspiration? What's that? I just I, I wear clothes." <laughs> <laughs> I have to be comfortable because I think your comfort comes first every single time. I cannot force myself and go and wear shorts that to make my stomach. My my butt come out <laughs> and wear shirts shirts that to make me feel very fat. Even though I feel like I have shirts that make me feel very masculine, and I don't wear them because I don't want to confuse people's girlfriends. Hey, have you seen our children presentation? <laughs> no, thank you, dear. <laughs> but yeah, and going back to the question, what I'll tell anybody going through um, some of these mental health issues is, you've got this. That's everything, yeah. you know. Having yes. self belief in yourself, as long and as you don't bottle it in. Yes, yes. having yes. self belief in yourself exactly. and yes. finding someone to talk to. If you don't want to do that, mm. record yourself. Yeah. And I think also understanding, believing that you can overcome it, and yeah. 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 yeah, and pray most importantly. Yes, yeah. I guess uh, at my high school we had this big uh, quote that was at our hall, and it all it was a quote that said this too shall pass. Mm. And this quote really helped me through anything. The good moments, I'll be really happy in the good moments and I'm like, let me suck as much as I can from this good moment because mm. I know this too shall pass. Mm. Mm. And the bad moments, I also feel like, okay, I'm in the low right now but the t- clock is ticking because I know this too shall pass. Yeah. So I guess for anybody that is going through anything, it's really important that they remember that this too shall pass and nothing, nothing. The only thing that is constant is change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this was, I remember during lockdown. That's what the president was saying. But yeah, it actually passed. We are in a good state yeah. now, right? <laughs> Vanessa, I'm things. I'm things better for you when you are shipping things from Sheen. Yay, I <laughs> yes, I'm talking about the lockdown. This period of end of 2019 to now 2021. It ended what recently in 20 yeah. ends of 2021. It was basically a time where we were forced to come in tune with our emotions. Yes. We were forced yeah. to come in tune with our families yeah. and we were forced to come in tune with our reality. Mm-hmm. So what would you guys say for those people that are still recovering from the lockdown, those emotions, not feeling like they have enough, not feeling like they're good enough, not feeling like the time is moving fast enough. Now that the time is starting and we're back on track, what would you tell anybody that is still in the back at the past? Yeah, well, I would say that well during lockdown, unfortunately, people lost loved ones. Yeah, I can tell you that the pain... <laughs> It never goes away, but mm-hmm. it gets better. I just want you to f- not to dwell too much on it. If you dwell too much on it, you are going to be like that for, let me say, forever. Because you are not going to get better if you, if you move past it. Because the people that are dead, I know this sounds cliche, but they would want you to move on. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't want you to dwell on their death or, they don't, like... The bad things that happen, losing your job, yeah. losing your house, losing anything, those things, if you dwell on it, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Worrying doesn't do anything. If you put action into it, that's when you move past your um, failures yeah, or yeah, your yeah, past. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like the same thing. Find your new you. Mm-hmm. If you were somebody or you are victimized as a result of um, lockdown, all I'll say is find the new you. Maybe lo- think lockdown taught people a lot of things because yeah. I was somebody who liked cooking a lot but then lockdown t- taught me that 
Food Network was my best friend because <laughs> I was able to learn South African recipes. I was able to learn Russian recipes. I was able, able to learn, sorry, a few other recipes. And yes, it's, it's a good experience. Sorry, it's a good exposure. It makes you learn things that you necessarily wouldn't have learned if you were if you had so much time on your hands mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so like you should also surround yourself with like by good people positive good, people like, yeah if yeah. you watch anime you'd know that there's nothing you can't overcome yeah. if you watch yeah. good movies i feel like yeah. good friendship. movies not anime. let's not yeah. say anime yeah. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like friendship overcomes all bro yeah, yeah. Like but there's not only anime friends. it's not only anime you can learn I that mm-hmm. anime too <laughs> is not the way but just so I guess from people that make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who know, like, who have taste in good food. So. <laughs> so I guess what we can take from this discussion or this conversation is that mental health is probably one of the easiest topics to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And anybody, anyone has a say of an experience that they went through. So anybody that is listening can sit down with anybody or even get their phone and just search for whatever they want to know when it comes to the state that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we have come to the end of our show. Thank you mm. so much for being here. Thank you just so much in for one, Just one, one second, just a message for anyone that is listening. Mm. Well, God... God is your ultimate answer. Mm. Pray and meditate and everything will feel better. Yeah. And if you're anyone having problem with failure, I feel like you should look yourself in the mirror and see you've got this. Because mm-hmm. even though you haven't, you actually do got this. Yeah, I want to say something inspiring too, but yeah, pray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think what I'm going to share with anybody that is listening right now is that you are not alone. Anything that you're going through, it's not that deep. And there is answers and there are solutions for everything that you're going through. You just need to accept the present moment. Understand that if you want anything in your life, you will be able to achieve through hard work, believing in yourself, consistency, and keeping the right mindset. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. It's been great. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show as much as we did, please leave a comment below or share this episode with a friend or two. You never know who needs to hear this too. Remember, stay blissful. Hey, City Radio, this is our voice. This is our yeah, voice. If you don't know me, don't try to friend me. I don't want no Facebook friends. Hey City Radio, this is our voice. This is our voice.